Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to one of my favorite segments of of every week, Weigh In Wednesday, where we weigh in on all things maintenance. And of course, joining me as always is Odette, who is the manager of our maintenance group, and Kim, who's the manager of our weight loss group. And our special guest today, Debbie Boyce, no stranger to the program. <laughs> uh, Debbie is 67 years old, a mother of two and grandmother. And we, I mean, we share the age why, because I think so many people are concerned that, you know, if they are not 20, they wouldn't be able to lose weight again. And and Debbie has a really fabulous story. In fact, she shared this with us during a recent Spill the Tea segment in our weight loss group where you talked about maintenance. 28 pounds down, you did two groups to lose. Your third group was the fall recently where you put time into solidifying your weight and you've been in maintenance ever since. So the perfect guest to have this chat with us today. Uh, Odette, what are we? T- so first of all, welcome, Debbie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Odette, should we get right into it? What are our top? This is sort of where we weigh in on a variety of topics or, you know, what's going on in the group. So what, what do we want to chat about today? Um, so really want to talk about what, you know, some of the posts that came out in the group this week and what the focus of this week has been. And one of them was, um, consistency. So being consistent. And I think it's really important to talk about this because some, I think there's a, a few different points of view here when we talk about being consistent. Being consistent yeah. in weight loss is different than where we are now, but even in maintenance, it can look different depending where you are. So whether you're solidifying and just starting, or if you've moved on and you're testing the waters, feeling things out a little more, being con- consistent can mean different things. So yeah. I think, you know, at this point, if you're just starting to solidify, you want to keep things, you know, status quo. You want to just ha- make sure the body's in this familiar, calm place to get used to, um, you know, the changes it's made. Let that weight settle in, have that new set point. And then if you're at the point of testing the waters, this can look, being consistent can look totally different because, you know, so you could be personalizing the plan at this point. And so how can you be consistent when every day might look a little bit different? So it's really being consistent with those little tools and habits you've picked up along the way. You know, maybe it's, you know, making sure that you're journaling every day. That could be one thing that you do so that you can track how your body reacts. You can track fluctuations. Maybe it's being mindful, checking in with yourself. That's your consistent little habit every day. So I really wanted to just talk about like what that what that looks like and what that means for everybody, because it doesn't consistency is not the same thing day in, day out, you know, hardcore. It can change from day to day. Yeah, because I think and I'm sure Debbie, having been in maintenance, you might be able to speak more to this. It might be a difference between being routine and being consistent. Like when you're solidifying the weight, your weight and you're repeating the program again to solidify 
your weight, for example, you want to be really routine with the things that you're doing. And I wonder where boredom comes in there too. For for people, maybe it's like a, working through boredom again because you're just doing the things that you need to do as opposed to consistency, consistently, mm-hmm. like what are you consistently doing when you're in that testing the waters stage? Because that's where you're personalizing the plan. So every day might look a little different. So is is that even the right word? Do you need to be consistent in solidifying or more routine? In, do you know what I'm trying to say here, Debbie? Um, I would say that for myself, what I find that I do is when I'm at home, I, I seem to be more routine mm-hmm. and sort of stick to the things that I know, eat, eat how I you know feel is good, that I'm going to stay where I want to stay. But then I find... When I'm away or things are, you know, you have company or just things are different, then I try to be consistent with what I'm what I'm eating. And 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 my big thing is, as I've always said, is I'm always mindful, like, you know, I'm going to have the things, but I'm not going to eat, you know, three bags of chips. (laughs) So I wonder if it's more what you're like consistently being mindful. Right. Because that when be. you're, especially if you're in that maintenance phase where you're personalizing the plan and every day can look a little different, that you're not necessarily being, cons- you're not consistently eating breakfast, consistently doing this, consistently, maybe consistently right. getting the water in, but consistently being mindful. So it matter, I think it comes down to what are you consistently doing? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Well, I don't know. Consistently, <laughs> definitely the water, always. Yeah. And I find I'm very with my breakfast because I'm not I like eggs but I'm not a big egg person so I really do like you know my yogurt and bump it up with you know ham parts and almond butter and things like that um and I have learned through maintenance and what we're taught towards the end of the program is I have finally gotten that I have to eat what I feel like I want to eat yeah I go to the fridge and there's chicken there but that's not what I want, then I go with what I want instead of him. So I guess that takes away kind of the routine. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I think that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that, that consistency is key, right? Consistency is key when you're trying to lose weight all around, right? That routine, right. doing all the things. Yeah. What, I guess what, what is, what is consistent? When you take that saying consistency is key, what does that mean when you're in maintenance? I think it's also just um, remembering your those little habits and reinforcing those little habits. So, so you know, it might not be the same thing every day, but you remember, like, you know, maybe my habit is eating nutrient dense food, nutrient rich food. Maybe not at every single meal, but that's what I'm going to think about, you know, on a daily basis. So yeah, so I'm going to add in, you know, indulgences if I'm testing the waters and see how my body reacts and how the scale might fluctuate. But then my habit is to make sure that I'm, you know, making other choices around it. So I think it's also carrying those little habits through. Yeah, well, here's a, I think think no matter what stage you're at, consistency to me is, is keep being mindful day to day, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Kim, what were you going to say there? I was just going to say, I think is not something, there's a, maybe a little bit of a difference between a routine and consistency and that consistent going to necessarily look the same every day. When I say I'm consistently, like I'm being consistent with my water, that doesn't mean I'm drinking the same amount of water every day. It means I'm 
staying on top of my hydration needs. You know, same thing with what you're eating, how much is how much you're eating or making your meals nutrient rich. I'm not to what Odette said necessarily making every meal nutrient rich all the time, but consistently making that a priority to make sure that I am being consistently making my needs a priority maybe. And those needs are going to change from going to look the same. Whereas when you're losing weight, there's definitely some boxes you're ticking off while you're going along. Did I do this? Have I been maximizing this? Have I versus you know, and um, maintenance where you might just be making sure that you're taking care of your body's needs. This is such an interesting conversation because now I'm all messed up about what consistency is versus routine and what, you know, that consistency is key. And I I think it's so important to understand the words that you're using and, and really define what that means, right? Oh, I need to be consistent. Well, what, what it, now I'm sitting here thinking, well, what's the difference? What's consist? What am I being consistent about prioritizing myself, being mindful, or is it I'm being, I'm consistently working out or I'm consistently drinking my water. Like, mm-hmm. w- like there, there is, I think there's, it's, I'm finding this conversation fascinating because it's, it's messing yeah. me up a little bit. What I, which I, what I thought was consistency might, might be more routine. But maybe, yeah, maybe the words are interchangeable. You know, I think, you know, when we think of like, it's not what you do in one day. Like you can't do all the things in one day and then do none of the things for five days. You know, like, I mean, yeah, that might happen from time to time. It's being aware, like, so, you know, you can't, it's what you do on a regular basis over, you know, a long period of time versus, you know, trying to do everything all at once. So I'm trying to, I just looked it up. Um, The quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way or of always happening in a similar way. Um, Let me another example of consistency. Carrying out something the same way or something staying the same as it's achieved in a particular way. So that could be that routine, right? You've Mm -hmm. achieved something in a particular way. So we keep the routine of drinking the water, doing the things. Um, An example of this would be when we're painting a wall to achieve the same color and look overall consistency to create the same thing over and over. Maybe it's even, you know, getting up in the morning and having that intention of having the same kind of day you had the day before, not necessarily in all of your actions, but maybe it's, it's a consistent intent. You know, I'm going to come into the day feeling like this. I'm going to come into the day and hope to, you know, accomplish and do these, you know, these few things. Maybe that's where it lays. Maybe it's knowing that you want to have your days similar to the day before in terms of your intentions and where you want to go. It's like this life that you're building now versus like having to focus just on one day. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Debbie. I was going to say maybe it's consistency doing the things, but not routinely doing the things. That's Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's another Maybe, member. I don't know. <laughs> Routine yeah. is doing the same thing. Consistency is doing the things on average, but more than not, it's not always the same. It's not always the same. You know, mm-hmm. I think this is great practice for everyone who's listening to us today to define what consistency means for you. If consistency yeah. is so key, what is that? What are the key things that you need to do routinely, perhaps? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, I think there's something to be said about defining what, what things you are doing consistently mm-hmm. as opposed to and, what things you're just doing out of routine. And Maybe. I think everybody would be different. Everybody is different. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think With so some too. things you do. Well, I think well, just along the lines of the weight loss, everybody has different needs and you, 
we individually need to figure out what we need to do consistently in order to maintain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like consistently focusing on your stress for one person, consistently moving their body more, consistently working on getting to bed more often for somebody else, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe that even changes, you know, from day to day, week to week. You know, if you feel like, you know, I'm really solid in this area right now. Now, next week, I'm going to make sure that I'm changing flipping my focus to something else. And that could just change from week to week as well. Interesting. You always see those like motivational quote, consistency is key. And you know, people putting it out there talking about consistency, but no one's really talking about what, what this consistency is that we need to be consistent about. Yeah. So (laughs) instead of consistency being this calm, familiar place, I think it's, we've just upended it and we should just like, (laughs) I'm I'm drinking my digestive bitters now in my water. I've been thinking this is why I need, remember when I used to drink wine, we used to have wine for these, like, (laughs) and here we are. (laughs) Yeah. I like that era, the wine era. We should bring that back. All right. Um, so we probably messed everybody up in terms of consistency and not sure that we got anywhere with that, but the, the point was everyone needs to figure out what that means to them, which is different yeah. for everybody. What's our next, what, what are we talking about next? Well, we want, so, I mean, it's great that we had Debbie on here today because she said something, um, about maximizing and, you know, so talking about consistency and maybe not doing all the things all the time, but knowing when, you know, maximizing and maintenance too, and what that looks like, like you know, coming off weight loss and, and, you know, we talk about maximizing and doing all the things and, you know, this could be something that, you know, we implement into um, solidifying and maintaining as well. So recognizing that when we need to pull out that maximizing checklist again, and we, there is one for maintenance that, you know, is a little bit different with different intention. That's more relevant to where you're at in the state, in the stage you're at now. Um, and Debbie had said, like, she has, you know, been maintaining for a year, her scale fluctuates within her normal amount, but she still pulls out that maximizing checklist from time to time. So I wanted her to tell us about that too. I love that. Yeah, I do because I like to keep myself in check and lately my weight has gone up two pounds from, so for a whole year after I solidified, I stayed right within a range. But in the last, I'd say from October until now, I've gone up two pounds. And not that that's, it's, I mean, it's not a lot. And I know you say the fluctuation can be, you know, anywhere up to 10 pounds. But for myself, I just don't like that. So yeah. So at the start of when, as you all know, I always sign up for the weight loss program. So at the start of the weight loss program, this this, the winter program, I thought, okay, I'm going to follow that along and see if I can get, you know, just sort of go back down. But then I kind of went, no, 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 no. I'm in maintenance. (laughs) I'm not in Mm -hmm. weight loss. So then I, so then basically that's what I have been doing. I have been trying to maximize, you know, get, getting out and walking, which, you know, over Christmas, that didn't happen. And, and just doing the extra things that I really haven't been doing to see if I can get, just get back to where I want to be, because that was just where I like to be. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm coming down, but it's slow. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I love what Kim's got going on in the in the weight loss group over there. I mean, just like access to our guests, the whole community, you know, it's great to be reminded. And just because you're done losing doesn't mean that you still don't benefit from focusing on those things in that conversation either. Well, I love yeah, it. So, <laughs> right. So the, the, yeah, we gotta, so we, we gotta just this, I have a feeling the maintenance group is going to be just as happening, if not more so than our weight loss group at some point, this is going to be the place to be for sure. Um, mm. so maximizing again, that conversation is so much more than just what you are eating and when, and I think yeah. this comes back to, you know, people are able to maintain their weight, but then they talk about how they don't feel as good as they felt when they were losing weight because they weren't, necessarily maximizing and doing all the things. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love that you pull this out and you kind of go through that. I, I kind of do something similar where I make a, like a, a, a like a, a to do list, the things that I need to do, right. Like work on drink my water, work exercise, take my supplements, like, you know, not following the program program, but I, a to do list of all the things I want to do that I think, you know, call this person, do this, go here, do that kind of like a, a making sure you're doing all the things you can to, to feel good list kind of. Right. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think, you know, some, we can get into, you know, we've hit our goal. I must be the healthiest I've ever been. I must have everything figured out, you know, and you want to make sure that, you know, we don't forget all those other little things that we worked on. Maybe it is time to check in with your doctor again, you know, just to make sure everything is status quo. Maybe it's time to you know, really think about is my sleep as good as it could be? Or what could I be doing to get better sleep? Yeah. So yeah, it's not just about, you know, what you're eating and when it's about all those little things when we talk about maximizing. It is. There's a comment here. We have created such a toolbox over the time of weight loss and maintenance. And we find ourselves gaining or being a little bit out of control or off, just feeling, feeling our choices. Mm -hmm. Uh, we can use more tools like maximizing to help get us back. Yeah. There are a lot of tools at this point. There's a lot of, there's a lot of tools at this mm -hmm. point. So many. And I think bringing awareness to that, like when you're feeling that way, it's almost bringing just an awareness. I am not feeling my optimal self. And it's not, you know, for Debbie, it was the couple pounds she noticed, but for somebody else, it might just be like, wow, I'm waking up and kind of trying to drag myself out of bed every day. Yeah. Or I don't know, and usually I like it. So digging in and bringing awareness to why, and then figuring out what you need to maximize or be more consistent with at that point, because it pull list out and do everything on it. There might just be one or two things that you've been letting slide lately because your routine has changed or something. Yeah, and I and I know we talked about this long time ago about, you know, maximizing, we can pull it out and we can think like, oh, we have to do all these things. But, you know, maybe it's not about doing all the things all the time. It's just about doing them when you need to be doing them. Or maybe it's picking a few things. And we, you know, threw that word optimizing around word around a little bit, like, so maybe I can't maximize all the things, but what are the things that I can optimize this day? You know, what yeah. can I work on today that's going to make an impact? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, I like this comment. Um, maximizing is, is multifactorial. Fact, it's not the result of one thing. Yeah, I guess we got to define what what maximizing is too, right? Like, I've been talking about this. Interesting. I've been talking about this. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> rewrite the masters now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep because I've been talking about this in the weight loss group is like um, doing all the things, like being hardcore. Like you can maximize, of course, and be hardcore, but you can also maximize and take a more relaxed approach about it right? Mm-hmm. Like maximizing is, is really, I, I think I look at maximizing as all the things that you can do that can make a big difference. So maximizing your efforts, right? Like trying to do as many things as possible that will add up and make a difference. It's not like you have to do each and every one of those things, like to the max, you know, like you, you don't have to like for your sleep, you know, make sure or, or your stress, make sure that you're deep breathing and meditating and doing this and doing that and whatever. It's just that if you are, you know, putting time into stress and trying to get better sleep and move your body more and you know what I mean, the, all of those things together will add up to make a big difference. Not necessarily that you're doing all the things to manage your stress and all the things to get better sleep and doing hit classes and yoga classes and Pilates classes and walking classes to move your body, you know. God, I am confused. I need a glass of wine. My goodness. <laughs> well, there's a great, so someone, um, there's a comment here too. The maximizing checklist also gives us the opportunity to realize the scale is not always tied to our diet. Yes. So isn't this just an incredible way as a reminder when we're questioning that or we're feeling ha- that heaviness of the, you know, like, oh, my scale's up. Why is my scale up? Well, let's go back to the maximizing checklist as a reminder to why to all of those reasons why yeah well even this time of year like i like what like what debbie said like your routine is a little bit off right like it's it's um you you take the holidays alone but the fact that it's been so dark like here in ontario we've had like 30 hours of sunshine in like the last two months so that affects vitamin d levels Right. And then, and then that make not enough, you know, um, vitamin D will cause your body to feel a need to store fat. And then you're not as active because it's minus 400 outside. <laughs> and it's so cold. You can't even go outside. And then when you get that cold, your body's inclined to like, it's cold. Let me add some insulation. Like your body is wired to store more fat in the winter time, you know, thinking it's trying to help you out you know, and then maybe, maybe we're not making those tweaks, like bumping up the vitamin D more than what we usually take, or, um, you know, having those heavier, heartier foods. Cause when our weight goes up, we feel inclined to like pull it back. Let's eat diet foods. We're back to salads and lighter stuff rather than the soups and the stews that we need. Right. Um, you know, even, even moving your body, it's like that in itself, cause that's tied into, going for walks, which I was doing more consistently was like so great for my, just my brain health and my mental, you know, capacity. And then also I was getting that sunshine with when I was sunning or getting outside the light, which helped with my sleep. So it's all, you know, and none of that has anything to do with food. None of that has anything to yeah. do with food. And yeah. it's definitely factoring into how I'm feeling. That's for sure. Yeah, it's true. Well, and then add to it's that awesome. too, the fact that it's a cold and flu season and there's people that are Mm-hmm. 
getting sick. You, you know, so many of us are used to stuffing that down. Like I myself have been fighting something for the last few days. I can feel it. I'm, you know, extra tired and I'm stuffing it down a little bit and sucking it up and not thinking like, I'm ignoring those symptoms and I'm not full out sick, but my body is trying really hard to fight off. So I'm not sick yet, but my body's, my body's been working, yeah. working hard Same. things like that can affect your weight too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I've had a, like a scratchy sore throat so I can feel it. And then I go to bed and I take whatever and I feel better. And then I'm just like, Argh. which means that your body's really focused on something else and yeah. I'm not paying attention to that. I don't have, who's got time for that? Nobody. We have to rewrite a dictionary. We don't have time to be sick. That's right. We have to do our our own living method dictionary. Add that to the list. (laughs) It's it's interesting. Like I said, this conversation because Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about the verbiage that we use and the words that we use and what does Mm -hmm. that mean? You know, when we say something all the time, because people more than ever, they're like, they keep saying like, what does consistency mean? I've heard that so many times in the weight loss group. And I'm like, well, it's easy, but maybe it's, it's not as easy as I, as I thought. Mm -hmm. You really got to break that down. Yeah. It can mean different things to different people at different stages. I love it. I love it. All right. Okay. So I did, I did pull a couple questions from the group. I thought were really interesting and I really wanted to um, have, uh, Debbie weigh in on them with us. Right. The first one I thought was very fitting. So it was, is it necessary to weigh yourself every day <laughs> when on maintenance? So the member said, I still do it. I'm just asking the question. I'll, I know what Debbie does. So Debbie, you can take this one away. <laughs> Debbie still weighs herself every day, which is probably why I have such an issue of the two pounds being up. <laughs> if I walked away from the scale, I might be all right. I think it's a personal choice. For me, it keeps me accountable. That's basically why I do it. Although from what we've just said about all the different things, the reason that our weight could be up a little bit, it's not necessarily the scale that's Mm -hmm. telling you that. Yeah, but it also was a good, like, to Kim's point, where maybe her weight is up because her body's fighting something and she's just ignoring it because she's just plowing through. And this is your body saying, okay, hello, something's going on. But you said something when we talked about this because Debbie was uh, with us with the the three-day no-way challenge. And actually, I used a little bit of what you said um, when I was talking about the weight loss group that you were also like, I'm really proud of what I've done. And so you like getting on the scale and seeing that that number is the number like I and that was really a game changer for me when and it's the first time I said that in the weight loss group. And I was like, you know, you can also continue to weigh yourself in after you're done solidifying your weight, maintaining your weight, living your life, because you're just so freaking happy to see that number because you spent 20, 20 years trying to lose this weight. And here you've done <laughs> you've maintained it. So why not? Right. So exactly. I kind of, I've changed my tune on it. I would have said before, I want you to lose your weight, get comfortable and understanding what weight lo- maintenance looks like and feels like to you and then get rid of the scale. But ha- you worked hard for it. Why not celebrate that yeah. every day by getting <laughs> on the scale if you want? That's true. So I, I changed my, my tune a bit on it. Yeah. I, and I think it's the intention, you know, how, how does that, how does weighing yourself every day make you feel? You know, if it's, if you're getting on that scale and it's dictating the type of day you're going to have rather than, you know, giving you insight or just giving you, you know, um, information from, you know, maybe what you did the day before, what's going on in your body. Like if you're stepping on that scale every day and you're like, now I can't, you know, do this, or I can't feel this way, or I can't be happy today. 
I think that's, you know, where the, where we were like, no, let's get rid of the scale. If that's your intention, you're feeling behind it. But if we're using it as a tool, if we're using it as, you know, a celebration like Debbie is sometimes, and I think it, you know, it can be, it can be a good thing. Well, I think just even along with the weight loss and in maintenance, people can become hyper-focused in the moment on the scale and what that exact number is in the moment. And sometimes that, that can be problematic because you're not sitting back and looking at the big picture, which is Debbie's celebration of look how far I've come. There's, I'm proud of yeah. this number on the scale, but you can, you know, you can still be proud of it when it's a couple of pounds above, if you step back and look at how far you've come or how long you've maintained. So there's a way to, I think, look at that number and kind of take a step be in the moment, like, Oh, my scale is up. What does this mean? Do I need more sleep? Do I, you don't always have to look at that number and think I need to do something about it. Sometimes you can look at it and just think like, it is what it is. That's the number I can move on. And maybe if it's like staying there for a while, you might want to dig into it, but. Yeah. Especially if you know that you're doing all the right things. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and it does, it certainly doesn't dictate my day. I, it's just something that I do when I get up in the morning and I move on. Yeah. I would like people to get to a point where they are so in tune with themselves that they don't need a scale. Like they know they feel good. They, they know when they've been making choices that make you feel off, you're paying attention to the fact that your throat is scratchy and you feel like, you know, run down. Like really, I think that would be the ultimate goal would be to be so in tune with yourself that you could almost guess your weight if you needed to get on the scale, you know, maybe, maybe that's a pr- things that people can practice doing. Guess your yeah. weight before you go on it. And then you might be surprised some days you, you think your weight is up, but your weight is actually down or so, you know, like, I think that might be good practice for people to get into is like, guess your, guess your weight based on how you feel. And then that Mm -hmm. might make people more confident that if they, if they no longer decide to no longer weigh themselves for whatever reason that they don't need to, because they don't need to, because they already know how they feel or what their weight is. Yeah. And it's, I think that's a great way to confirm that you are, um, you know, you're into exactly what's going on. I've done that before too. After a weekend on a Monday, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to see what the scale says today. Cause I know I did a number on myself and you get on. You're like, okay, yep. That's what I expected. So (laughs) here's a couple of comments. If I decide to weigh myself daily, I ask myself the day before, after what I did today, uh, what will the scale say? There you go. I prepare myself and it's no surprise. Uh, here's another one. I love my scale. There we go. You have taught us why your weight might be up after a day with both a workout and yoga. The first thought that comes to my mind is that my body's recovering from that great day. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. There's a whole bunch more here. Sorry. On Monday, when you did the, uh, the weigh in or the live on the, the weigh in with Gina on Monday, I didn't get to listen to it live, but I listened to it last night and I really liked the one member's comment where she has just moved on. She doesn't weigh herself. She's happy with the way she is. She even, you know, has can't believe sort of the indulgences that she has and she's just living her life. And I guess for me, that's the point I want to get to, but I still think I might step on that scale. (laughs) Right. Or maybe you will for the next couple months or the next year and, you know, whatever. And I think it, I think the timeline for everyone is a little different, right? Like that's, you put time in solidifying your weight and then you're kind of in that maintenance, testing the waters that could be two weeks for someone or two years for someone else. 
you know, mm-hmm. depending on, right? So if the scale is, is if the scale is, I think if just you're getting on a scale and it's dictating how you feel, you have to also understand there's more work there to do, right? Because we want to get out of that mindset of berating ourselves or getting on ourselves, checking yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Okay. I got to pull, I got to do this and then taking action. So I think it's all how you use it. You don't want to get back into that negative dialogue, even though you've lost all this weight and that hasn't changed and you're just in the same diet mentality using the scale. I think that's, I think that's what you don't want. Mm -hmm. There's some middle ground there, I think. (laughs) Um, okay, so I know for the interest of time, we are we're way over here, but we are. Um, That's okay. Yeah. We make the rules around here. Okay. Right. So <laughs> I just really wanted to talk about too. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot in the group this week about non-scale victories because I think mm. in maintenance we don't talk about it as much. I feel like you know when when we're in weight loss, we are we're talk a lot about non-scale victories, things that are happening off the scale, so we're yeah. not quite the focus. So we come to maintenance. We don't bring it up as much. We don't talk about it as much. So we really wanted our, our sure. members to, to share with us this week what they were. And I just pulled a few um, that I really loved and I wanted to just share them here. And I hope that, you know, it inspires our other members to to look for those little non-scale victories because things are still happening. You know, we're in maintenance now. We're not chasing the number on the scale, but there are still some really amazing things happening. So I really want people to tune into that. Point. So this is one. Um, so with our cold weather, member said, with our cold weather, I've been enjoying a warm bath in the evening. Last night, I absolutely delighted in how easily I can now get in and out of the soaker tub. It's my favorite NSV so far. So just something you don't even, wouldn't even think about. I just want to get in and out of the tub and look at, oh, look at, I can get out. I just like no problem. More pits, you know, it's more mobility and it just, just brings a little bit of joy. And something, you know, you might not even think about otherwise. You know, that's a, it's a no, big it's deal. true. I got a big tub. Mine, mine's even hard to get in and out of. I've, that's something I've started having baths. I had one yesterday or the other day at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I can remember when we first moved here, I would have a bath because our tub's fairly deep as well. And I totally notice now how I can step mm-hmm. out of that tub. <laughs> yeah. That's an yeah. NSV for sure. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and so one other one, um, so one of my newest NSVs is my hands are soft and young looking again. I've always had issues with eczema and cracked and dry hands, especially in the fall and winter. Oh, but now they're so soft. I feel like I have new hands. Oh, amazing. Not tied around, you know, like just getting into old jeans or getting into, you know, whatever it might be. It's really these little things that are, are happening and that that's a huge testament to the changes that someone has made, especially in terms of their digestive system and their microbiome, because that's not an easy thing to, 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 to address and get a handle on. That's so huge. Yeah. That's consistency. Is it? Okay. I have one more. I have, I have to right. do this. Go for it. Okay. Um, so this one is, so, I have many NSVs, but the one that's the most important is how I can move on when a day is not perfect. Mm-hmm. I stopped feeling like I failed and that all my hard work was for nothing. I've learned to move on. Every day is a continuation to my finally and forever. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So just, that's you know, having that, having that better relationship and just being able to cope and move on and I mean, it's, isn't that like dieting or not dieting, trying to lose, trying to maintain, that's just life. Being able to move on in your life and let go of a bad day is that, that in itself is so huge. 
Yeah. Aww, I love and, that. And then there was another one where her, um, I felt it to my core. A woman said that she's taking credit for her husband not snoring anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because she became healthier, he became healthier. And I said, I feel that one. <laughs> <laughs> better sleep because my husband's not snoring anymore you he's all take credit for that <laughs> yeah, he's taking all the credit for that yeah leading by example oh i love that that's great yeah. oh my so gosh well inspires people to you know really look for those look for those non-scale victories now even yeah absolutely I love it. Well, ladies, what a great conversation today um i gotta go go and give some thought to if I'm being consistent and what I'm being consistent about, am I maximizing? What am I doing here? Um, we have, uh, I do, I know you wanted to mention Dr. Paul's coming on Friday. Yeah, he's coming on Friday and I'm so excited because he always has such great information about supplements and we've all, yeah. you know, we've heard him so many times and every time it's a great conversation, but this time we're talking supplements beyond weight loss after weight loss, you know, we're here, we're in this new stage and how do we, how do we determine if, you know, we want to still keep taking them? If we should, how do we know? And what else, you know, what else is out there that, you know, maybe we haven't considered that we can talk to our healthcare team about. So he's going to, yeah, he's coming with all the, all the details. So that's Friday. Um, this Friday, the 26th at noon, he's going to be joining us. Yeah. I mean, he's great. He comes in, he talks about, you know, supplements in the weight loss group, he talks about, you know, why your weight might be hard to move, talks about a lot of things, but he's like, yeah. he can talk about so many things. I like he's itching to, to to expand on the conversation before for sure. And I think the maintenance maintenance program, like maintenance group, is a great place to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I'm excited for him. Um, that's that's well, he's that's the big one. And then we have another um expert coming on in a couple of weeks. So I'm gonna keep that one under wraps because okay. it's, gonna, it's gonna be a good one. She's coming on. Um, but we have the giveaway going on this week too. So in in the maintenance group. So we want to hear your why. So maybe if your why has changed, um, okay. you know, now that you're in, ma in maintenance. So we'll make sure everyone gets over there and it's and good just to put it out there. Yep. Get it out of there, what your why is. All right. Amazing. Odette, Kim, Debbie, uh, thanks for joining us today. Great conversation for everyone else who was joining in on the conversation. Thank you for joining us and everyone listening. Have an amazing rest of your day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.